Is your new year still falling flat? Do you avoid stairs with multiple steps? You are not alone. This year, millions will be diagnosed with low energy or low E, but there's a cure. Now through January 31st, join Planet Fitness for just $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. With clean, spacious clubs and tons of equipment, you can boost your energy after just one workout. Leave low E behind and find your big fitness energy at Planet Fitness. Join in the free PF app for $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends Tuesday, January 31st. See Home Club for details. Yo, what's happening with what's happening? Welcome to What's Happening. I'm Brad. I'm Fred. It's the show we talk about what's happening. What's happening with you, bro? Not much chilling, man. What's happening with you? Man, man, just, uh, I'm tired, man. I'm out here out of town for, for, for work again. And, um, it's, uh, it's been a good day, man. We had a little event. We did a little table event. Um, you know, we partnered with, uh, with Google. Ended up being a dope event, bro. Um, we did a whole lot of like trading and we, we did some good projects. You know, I don't go into too deep in detail on, on the wax and what we do. And I'll put my company's name out there. Uh, but what's funny is, is that um, I, I call myself uh, being prepared for uh, this trip and I packed everything early and I'm usually like a last minute packer. And I'm like, and I packed everything early, and I swore I checked everything twice. And I'm like, man, I forgot something. And I check it again. I'm like, no, nah, I got everything, right? So I had to check three, four times, right? Come out here. I forgot, like, a regular shirt. So all I've got is work shirts. So I'm wearing a work shirt right now. <laughs> but it's all good, though. Be you know like, what I'm saying? It ain't like I forgot some draws or something. That would be catastrophic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, not really. Girl. I could go to Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, was like, <laughs> like, I don't know if you was in like some rural town or what, but I mean, you yeah. always went in doubt. Got at least a dollar general, you know, something to, to buy. Yeah, five man, I'm going to get you back home. <laughs> yeah, until I get back to the crib. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> no, nah, man, it's been. It's been cool, man, and um, you know it was a long day, but it was good. But you know, long day don't mean that the day is over. Though. We got we got stuff to talk about this week, and um, boy, oh boy, do we have stuff to talk about! So this episode is going to drop on Wednesday, the sixteenth, uh, and so by the time we get there, this may be old news, or there may be new developments that. Um, we just aren't aware of it at this time on uh, February 12th. But Joe Rogan, man, all right. So it's kind of been a lot going on with Joe Rogan. Um, I would say over the last six-ish months. So first off, I should say that I follow Joe Rogan on no socials. So, I am not qualified to know this man's life. I know him from, you know, Fear Factor. And I never followed that show. It just, you kind of knew what that show was at the time. I know Fear Factor. I know him as the commentator on, um, for UFC. And actually, like, 
I thought that he was like the commentary guy for UFC before Fear Factor came. It turns out it was actually the other way around. But so I'm saying all that to say is that like I don't know much about guy. I don't follow guy. Nothing like that. So um, my exposure to him is very, very, very minimal. He has um, the most important podcast in the world, the Joe Rogan, not important, um, the largest, the most listened to podcast in the world. Um, the, the Joe Rogan experience is what the show is called. I have literally listened to two episodes of his show. Um, we talked about it before. I'm a wrestling fan. Um, the Undertaker officially retired a couple years ago. And when The Undertaker retired, he broke character. He started doing a whole lot of media interviews. And he did an interview on the Joe Rogan experience. So I watched that. Ended up uh, from there watching an interview that he did with um, Tulsi Gabbard. She was a Democratic presidential nominee. Uh, in the 2020 uh, presidential election, and I watched an episode that she that uh, where he interviewed her, and that's all I've watched of homie, and like that's it. So, like I said, my social—I've never watched him, so I, I'm yeah very far more you know un, unrelated of what he do or say to, than you are. So, yeah, so. For those of you that may not know the story, here is the base of the story. So, to the best of my ability, as always, me and Fred are just two friends having a conversation. So, by all means, please fact check us. Please do your own research. Um, and, you know, just appreciate the conversation that we're having. So, about six months ago, sometime within the last six months to a year, Joe Rogan got got COVID. When he got COVID, he went on his show and he talked about some things, uh, some, some medical treatments that he used to get over COVID. And he made it seem like COVID's not that necessarily that big of a deal. And I know Fred and I have had our COVID vaccine conversation in the past and things of that nature. Not looking to get back into that. But... Um, Think about Joe Rogan with the, the medical treatments that he talked about that, that he was able to do. You have to understand that Joe Rogan is ridiculously wealthy. He had in 2020, I think it was, um, he signed a $100 million deal with, with Spotify for Spotify to um, exclusively uh, play his, uh, be the exclusive host of his podcast. The Joe Rogan experience, you can't, you can't listen to it anywhere else except Spotify. Um, and chances are that you might be listening to us on Spotify right now. So, disclaimers abound, right? Um, you know, I, I guess, and again, I haven't listened to his show, but it's to my knowledge that he has invited, you know, a lot of doctors that are, that have the opinions that are different from the opinions that most doctors have. And what I missed was sometime in the end of January, a group of doctors put out an open letter. Basically, they said that his show was dangerous, that because of his massive outreach, his massive uh, outreach due to his, uh, his podcast platform, which is then amplified by Spotify due to their exclusive rights deal that they gave and it made the 
again, they paid this man $100 million to, to be the exclusive host of his show. Um, they, they were like, listen, like the stuff that he's saying is not good. Um, Neil Young came out and said, hey, it's him or me, right? Um, Neil Young ain't Beyonce. <laughs> he ain't he ain't Michael Jackson. He ain't Prince. He ain't you know Toby Keith, Dolly Parton. He he ain't them, right? Absolutely no disrespect intended because Bradley Robinson ain't none of them. You know what I'm saying? So no disrespect intended, but it was just like him or him or me. Y'all gotta deplatform him or or take my music down. All of Neil Young's music went down. Um, Joni Mitchell. Um, I can't tell you a song of hers off the top of my head at all. I just know that I know that name. But she was like, hey, I'm joining in. Like, Rogan's got to go or I got to go. And so then Spotify says, you know what? You know what? We will add disclaimers to um, – we'll add disclaimers to uh, episodes that talk about COVID, which I'll be interested to see if we go back to some of our episodes, if we have – if there's any kind of like disclaimers on ours, um, but um, Spotify said, "Hey, you know, we'll put out disclaimers and we'll say, hey, you know, this I forget they, they they'll put out some sort of disclaimer." And then Joe Rogan said, "Hey, you know, I'm going to try to give you know equal time. I'm going to share my platform equally with um, you know those that have opposing opinions." Um, the things that you know, the guests that I, I bring on. Then India already comes out and says, you know, I appreciate what some of these other artists are doing, and that's well within their right. I support their right to do that. But here's why I'm not feeling Joe Rogan. And boy, oh boy, <laughs> all sorts. Inward, 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 inward with the hard ER. Not no uh, the hard ER. Just using it, using it, using it. So I'm, if you decide to search and, and listen for that, okay, fair warning. Um, you can find it if you, if you, if you search hard enough. I'm sure the internet is undefeated. But, um, that kind of became a big problem. And uh, now the the thing is, is, you know, Spotify, like, what are you going to do about that? And Spotify is basically saying, hey, um, it's not our place to center Joe Rogan. Right. Um, it's just a platform. And I'm going to leave it there before I go any further. That's kind of the core of what's going on. What what you what you thinking, bro? What you feeling? Well, see here. Here's the thing, and I and I'm gonna just start with that last point you made with Spotify. I don't blame them for taking that road and, and leaving it, you know, open to say, "Hey, look, he has the freedom of speech. We can't control what he say." know he used this platform to express himself um and that's just what we can you know what I'm saying do with it and i 
you know, I got to commend them for staying there because if not, they're going to be the next um, Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and Google who, you know, do the Trump effect and, and silence you by shutting down every avenue you have to speak. And I mean, I'm not saying that this is the only avenue to speak, but that's his, you know, saying main avenue because he took that contract with Spotify. So, but leaving that open to be who he is and what he is, he did exactly that, you know. Um, my mom, you know, quotes from mom, uh, she always say, what's in a man going to come out? So, you know, it, it's just one of those things where that's, that's what was, what was in him, you know. Now, granted, this was, you know, from my understanding, some years ago, you know, mm -hmm. this was, well, he had another incident that was years ago, that was like 11 years ago, where he went into see Planet of the Apes. And I guess when he walked in the theater, he was the only white person in the theater, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, oh, I guess I stepped into Planet of the Apes in real life. Mm, I did. I do remember hearing that story now. You, you know, so, and that's why I thought maybe all of it was, you know, from back around in that time frame. But, you know, it just goes a short show, like more like what mom said, what's in the man's going to come out, you know? So he, he can say he's not, you know, racist or he wasn't using it for racism, you know, or what have you. But, you know, the fact that you was using it, you know what I'm saying, speaks to your character. Now, after it comes out, everybody has to apologize. They have to put their media spin on it. You know, they got to try to buffer this thing the best they can to save as much income as possible. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I feel like he's doing at this moment. Now, what's going to be interesting is what really come out of it. But it's going to so take more than just those three artists to make a difference for what, you know, people are going to want to see come out of it, should I say. I see what you're saying. So it's kind of relative to what I was saying earlier, you know, if Beyonce say him or me, uh-oh. Rihanna Listen. say him or me, uh-oh. Listen, they, they get say ready. Him or me. They're getting ready to give Jay-Z the rights to get all exclusive contracts to these artists' music to put just on his platform with keeping stuff like this. <laughs> Hold on. I think he sold title. He's still on a part of it. Oh. But, um... So, for me, again... I am not a person that follows him on any socials or anything like that, right? Thanks. Um, I've I've followed his. I went to go find his show because The Undertaker did an episode, right? <laughs> like, and um, like I said, Undertaker TV or not, he did not break character. He he would almost never break character, right? Um, 
until he retired and like he started letting his guard down. Um, but anyway, for me as a guy who's been a wrestling fan, you know, my whole life, that's that's oh, he did this. I'm I'm going there, right? Then go look at it to who Joe Rogan is, things of that nature. I think the issue that people have is from from stuff that I've read and from stuff that I've listened to is that he's kind of always been like this. And Spotify was at this inflection point where they couldn't grow um, with regards to music. They, they built their platform. Their platform worked and it worked well. But in order for them to take it to the next step, they had to do something different. And that's something different that they figured out was podcast. And again, listen, full disclosure, um, when I first had the thought of doing a podcast, my thought was we'll just figure out a way to upload it to Spotify. Apple Music and, and Google Podcasts and all these other services wasn't even a thought in my head, right? So because Spotify is just is, is that it's pretty much at this point for, to the best of my knowledge, um, I would assume that everybody either has Spotify, and if you don't have Spotify, it's because you're using Apple. Like, that's just kind of what I think. Um, they needed to get their platform to get to the next step level, and they started making a push on podcasts, and they found Joe Rogan. Like, okay, this guy's got millions of subscribers. Let, let's right. let's pay him to be to, to come over to our show to come over to us. So the problem is, is that it, it seems as though. Well, I can't even say it seems as though. You would naturally think that they either didn't do the vetting before they before they made this move, or they did the vetting, and a they didn't care. So 2A would be they, they vetted the situation out and they just didn't care what they found. Or B, they vetted the situation out and they figured that the reward would outweigh the risk. Um, and it did. Spotify is like the number one uh, streaming service or audio streaming service, I should say. So it, it kind of worked out for them well because Joe Rogan literally brought all of his listeners over to Spotify. So People that had Spotify that weren't uh, doing it before, or maybe they had Spotify but they weren't using Spotify for podcasts. Now they're listening to podcasts. And just to be a, a little bit of a nerd, if you guys, assuming if you're listening to us on Spotify right now, and I'm not the only, um, and we're not the only podcast that, that you're listening to, chances are high that any other podcast you're listening to, it's got some sort of ad built in. Um, and the way that uh, Spotify works is on the on the premium membership is you don't get ads on your music, but you still get ads on your on your podcast. Um, so Joe Rogan brought over all these listeners that he had on YouTube or, or wherever he was before. I think it was YouTube. He brought over all these listeners from YouTube that Spotify got a whole bunch of 10, 11, 15, 16 dollar subscriptions added. And then they got because they got more subscribers, um, they're able to sell ad revenue space at a higher cost and at a higher volume. Uh, right. So 
they either vetted it out and said, we don't care, it's okay, whatever, or they vetted it out and said, this is risky, but it's worth the risk. How much was his and, contract? Uh, I don't know how long it is, but he got paid a hundred million. That's all. He got paid a yeah, hundred million dollars to bring his show on Spotify, and it's only on Spotify. To the best of my knowledge, I think it was an exclusive right Spotify uh, deal for distribution. So, do you think they've made their money back yet off of his show being there? I do. Um, and do you think they already paid him the full hundred mil, or is it installments over a certain time frame? I am sure that it is a hundred million dollars over a certain time period. I would I would imagine if you're giving him hundred million dollars, you probably spread it over. I would imagine seven years. I feel like that's the number: a hundred years, seven million. Can you are you searching for it right now? No, I, I oh. didn't. I, I mean, I can. I, I was going to take your word. Uh, oh, it, it looked like it looked like you put your hand on the keyboard and say, hmm, let me <laughs> shoot here. Um, but, yeah, I mean, no. They would be ridiculous to, to pay him out. But I think that's... The challenge for Spotify is, is that they don't own his show. So even if they don't host his show anymore, they still got to give him his money. Unless they put in some sort of clause in his contract that says, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. The problem with that idea is, is that if they would have put in those clauses, why would they have even given him that contract in the first place? Because his this behavior isn't new from him. It's just more so coming to the light. Well, and and here's the thing. Ultimately, um, <clears throat> you know those those you know how we. I think I just lost my whole train of thought. Man. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go ahead and cut that part out too. <laughs> you ain't gotta cut it out. I mean, it's it's part of podcasting. You're gonna lose your train of thought. I mean, the reason I lost my train of thought is because I read I was reading here where it says he signed a hundred million dollar deal. Uh, well it says Spotify has signed a hundred million dollar deal with Joe to get his entire eleven years worth of content along with his new production. This deal was signed in twenty twenty. Following September 2020, all his content was removed from other platforms. Joe also made this announcement on Instagram. He said it's just a licensing deal, so Spotify won't have any creative control over the show. They want me to just continue doing it the way I'm doing it right now. <laughs> so that's why I lost my train of thought. So that's why I said you ain't got to take it out. But yeah, you know, and you know. Mean? I'm going to go off topic for a second. Um, you know, I was listening to, I've said it before, one of the podcasts I listen to is The Daily. 
which is the second most listened to uh, podcast in the world behind the Joe Rogan experience. Um, and they did an episode kind of talking about this. And they were saying that when they were kind of laying out the format, like, yeah, like, it's just kind of a free-flowing conversation. They don't do any kind of any kind of editing behind it or anything like that. It's just, you know, they're just having a conversation. And sometimes the conversations go for hours. And I'm right. just like, that's the platform for what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, damn. Like, so Spotify, where my hundred million at? <laughs> Shit, they said you got to have the subscribers he built first. Listen, listen, love is a verb, y'all. <laughs> You yeah. like what we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but, you know, so I mean, I guess I, I, I mean, I guess you can say they knew he said it, but oh, that's what I was gonna say. Unfortunately, using those derogatory words or making remarks, you know, that that is offensive to somebody. I'm not going to just, you know, uh, specify anybody, but, you know, for instance, um, I was reading an article and it basically said that, you know, uh, he he got some backlash one time because he said uh, if a woman comedian makes sexual jokes, she's more likely to get some some time, you know, some, some stage time. It's, hmm. I mean, it's messed up, but it, it's true. You know what Yeah, saying? I think you could take that back to, you know, what we talked about before, you know, how something is communicated makes a difference just as much as what's communicated. Um, yeah, but... I think, I think there's a difference to say, like... You don't have the the intent for it to, to for it to ha to strike a to possibly strike a nerve with somebody. You you're not gonna get the same type of, you know what I'm saying, like, oh that's funny or oh that's you know what I'm saying, that's a good one type of deal if you present it in a manner that doesn't seem to be, you know what I'm saying, as I guess Distasteful, like the, the raunchier it is, the better it is. Sex sells, you know what I'm saying? Like basically, all the negative sells. Like I mean, you think about comedians and, and and whatnot. For the most part, the ones that's funny are generally the ones that are are standing on the line of that could be offensive. Or that could be, you know what I'm saying, just funny. Because we all can relate to it in some way, shape, form, or fashion. I'm going to give you a little pushback on that. I think that, I think there's a, I think that's kind of low-hanging fruit. Like, it's easy to, I don't want to say easy. Um... There's a way to get around, like, doing that kind of stuff um, 
without having to be raunchy or like without having to be profane or inappropriate. Um, you know, one of my favorite comedians, Kev on stage, he is, he's not a Christian comedian, but he is a comedian who happens to be a Christian, right? So when he tells jokes, he'll have like some, some dirty jokes or raunchy jokes, but he'll say it in a way that doesn't require him to be profane, doesn't require him to be lewd or anything like that. But it's still enough for like the lowest common denominator to be able to get the joke and to appreciate the joke. You know what I'm saying? So if okay. Joe Rogan, so Joe Rogan were to say, and I haven't listened to it, so I don't know. But if he were to say, you know, if women want more attention, this is all they got to do. Just, you know, say a little nasty stuff, you know, have a little cleavage popping out, things of that nature, right? That's going to be demeaning. That's to say that, like, I could see any woman listening to a line such as that and saying, like, oh, so my talent, my mind isn't good enough. It's relative to what we were talking about last week with Brian Flores and his coaching situation, right? It's, oh, I got to give you a little something extra for you to, to notice me. Then maybe... You'll appreciate my joke, but you probably won't, but you'll appreciate my body, right? And that's not to shame somebody that maybe necessarily wants to do that, but uh, I mean, yeah, I think about you got to look at it from the standpoint of he's a comedian. Comedy didn't originate with soft, passive, you know, punchlines. Raunchy, it was you know what I'm saying. It, it was distasteful, but it was funny. You know what I'm saying. Like that's that was the whole thing about comedy. You know what I'm saying. It, it just well, that was also at a time where like we disrespected women and marginalized people more so than we did now. So like. Yeah. I'm not well, disagreeing you know, with you there. You won't get me to go down that rabbit hole to say. Oh, no, but what I'm saying is, is that when you know better, you do better. And yeah, I mean, there's some stuff that I've said that, listen, I used to make a joke every year around April Fool's Day. Every year, I would make a joke that Stephanie was pregnant again. Every year. Every year. And I forget who it was, but one year, a few years back, I had it done it. I had it did it uh, a year that she was actually pregnant. And then so one year, um, like March 30th, I want to say, somebody, just a, a friend of mine, I forget which friend it was, uh, but a friend of mine made a Facebook status like, hey, just, just FYI, you know. The, the the I'm pregnant joke isn't funny uh, for, you know, people that are struggling to have babies or for those that have lost babies. Um, and that one just, like, struck a nerve. Like, and I haven't made a joke like that since. When you know better, you do better. Oh, it was fun to be like, oh, Seth's pregnant. Yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. Ha, ha, ha. Funny, funny, funny. He, he, he. The, and the person that shared that story, I am... I think I know which person it was, but the person that shared that story or shared that status was a person who had been, you know, somewhat open about about her struggles to 
to to get pregnant and to carry a baby to term, and like it hit different. Like what when that when you know better, you do better, bro. Like after that point, that's, I haven't made a joke like that since. How is it different? That's that's different. Like you know when when you're saying you're making a joke saying that you know, hey. My lady's pregnant, you know what I'm saying, April Fools. That's different than making an actual joke of, you know what I'm saying, babies, you know what I'm saying, or or people who can't have children, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not making a, a direct joke or even an indirect joke to those people. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying, borderline, like, raunchy or risque. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you sit on that line of making a joke towards somebody that may be struggling to have kids or whatnot, that's when, you know what I'm saying, you can say, okay, if you know better, you do better. But just to say you're a lady's pregnant, you know what I'm saying, April Fool's, I don't think that, you know what I'm saying, really serves in the same field. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not you're not really attacking anybody. You're not making fun of anybody. You're not, you know what I'm saying, like, saying, like, oh, ha-ha for the ones who can't, you know what I'm saying, but I was just playing. You're not, you're not saying anything in that nature. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing a part of that that's directed towards somebody who, you know what I'm saying, is having trouble of having a baby or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? I would think, you know what I'm saying, it would be more cruel to, you know what I'm saying, make a joke about having a kid and dropping it off at a, a, a orphanage or, or whatever, talking about not wanting a baby. You know what I'm saying? For people who can't have babies, that would be more hurtful than a joke of saying, Oh, my lady's pregnant. I got you. We just playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. Them is two different ballparks. Like, totally. You, you know what I mean? Like, it. See, but, like, when you try to get down to that nitty gritty, like, that's just making excuses. Like, if I know that my actions are hurting somebody, I'm just not going to not do it. I guess and, and it's just not it just don't matter like like I'm not dying to make a joke about about my wife being pregnant like all right. jinx yourself. <laughs> so listen here <laughs> let me tell you what I'm not gonna do <laughs> listen on everything I listen we's retired over here around these parts you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying we too but yeah I mean <laughs> Listen here. Listen here. My lady so fertile. I told her, even though they removed the tubes, she might have a married baby. Like, Listen here. You got that Robert Ory numbers over there. Seven yeah. of them. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, though, like, that's, you know what I mean? That, like, and, that, and that's the other part to it, too. It's like, essentially, no matter what you say about having a kid, you probably hurting their feelings anyway. You know what I'm saying? About the kids you have, the kids that you 
act like you had the kids that you said you didn't want. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's kind of with comedy. Like, it's somebody's feelings is always going to be hurt in the situation. You know what I mean? Like, and that's not making excuses. Is it right? Is it wrong? You know what I'm saying? I mean, some may say one way, some may beg to differ, but it, it is really, you know what I'm saying? Like, in this setting, this this setting is more, you know what I'm saying? It was it was it started off with misinformation. Then it went to race. You know what I mean? But it was never about really, you know what I'm saying, his jokes unless his jokes is playing something in race. Hold on, say that again. I, I, I missed that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, in general, like, with, you know what I'm saying, Joe Rogan, like, no one's questioning the, the content of the comedy. You know what I'm saying? They're questioning the, the racial you know, aspect of it and, and what he is meaning, you know what I'm saying? No. Like, uh, my bad, I had to sneeze, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, but you're saying that, like, but see, no, they're calling out his character. They're saying, like, What they're and what Indiana, what Indiana, wow, what NDRE is saying, like, like y'all talk about this COVID thing, but bro, it's been problematic for years. That's what she's saying, and it's and, like, but go that, goes, that goes to show as well. If she would have never brought it up, this would have blown over shortly, you know what I'm saying, as this whole COVID thing, you know what I'm saying, probably will blow over here soon, too. You know what I mean? But it if she would have never brought up the race thing, nobody would have. Wait, you know, what you, know what, you know what's alarming about that? Is that he's got the most listened to podcast in the world, and it ain't happened. So I saw something or or listened to something, read it, where I guess he so his political views don't necessarily line up one way or the other. He's kinda all over the place. And I saw something that said that there was like a similar montage of him using the N-word that was released in twenty eighteen. Um and I guess he was supporting Bernie Sanders, and um, um, and then whoever made it was, was like, "This is the guy supporting Bernie Sanders," and just had just his little tirade going on even then. And what's funny is, is that I can't say I heard it, can't say I remember it, nothing like that at all. And so. 
NDRE more so just brought it back to the forefront right now. And I guess it just hits different now because he's already in the spotlight because of the COVID deal. Um, so, I mean, it just, I don't know, bro. It seems like, it seems like I'm going to have to just cut some of this part out too because I'm losing my thought. <laughs> hey, you good. Uh, nah, my kids asking about some damn TV. Um, but thing of it is, I just looked it up and part of it, you know what I'm saying, part of Part of the issue is the reason nobody said nothing, even though he's the most listened, <clears throat> listened to uh, podcast in the world. Only, I believe it's only twenty eight percent of podcast listeners are black. Mm. If uh, yeah, twenty. I think it's twenty eight percent. Are black, so the other is fifty nine percent of podcast listeners are white. So you talking about podcast listeners in general or his listeners in, in general? Okay, because his okay. listeners are by I don't know the, the the ratio, but his listeners are are known to be by and large white men. Well, and, and you just went to my next part mm -hmm. is fifty percent. 56% podcast listeners are males. 44% are females. So when majority of the listeners are white, majority of the listeners are male, and he has majority of the listeners, makes sense why this was never brought to the forefront. Just being honest, like the reason you know what I'm saying, no one's gonna question. You're not gonna have your character questioned by people who are like-minded as you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, why? Why would I? Why would I question your character? I wouldn't, because I I know what type of guy you are. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A upstanding, upright gentleman. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know that for a fact. I know I can trust you around my family. I know, you know what I'm saying, that you are a good guy. You know what I'm saying? Genuine person. I wouldn't question your character. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't nobody come to me and say, hey, Bradley, you know what I'm saying, is he's racist. We was listening to his podcast. You know what I'm saying? This is, if I wasn't on the podcast, you know what I'm saying? I was right. on the podcast and Man, he, he's just really laying it in on the white people. And it's like, there's no way in hell. His listeners, you know what I'm saying? No one's going to come like, man, you hear Joe the other day? Boy, he was dropping the N-bomb like no other. I think he has something against those white, I mean, those black people. <laughs> Nobody's going to say that. Right. You, you know what I mean? Because... They're all like-minded. So until she brought it out, nobody was going to know that. He didn't drop it on the Undertaker episode. Not a once. 
You, you know what I mean? And, and the other part to it is that episode may have had five other black guys with you on that podcast listening in. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's gonna be at least ten. It's the Undertaker. Come on now. I, I feel you, but you that's gotta a understand to the, You gotta understand to the to the extent of. I mean, I really didn't even start listening to podcasts. You know what I'm saying? And I really still don't as much as what I probably should until we start doing it, just to kind of see what it you know what I'm saying it's about and whatnot. Just look more into it. That's that's what I do, but I mean I'm gonna be honest to you. If you had a podcast, you know what I'm saying, and I wasn't on it, would I listen? Probably not. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to my mama if she was on a podcast. I, you know what I'm saying. I, I'm gonna be so I didn't know how to find a podcast till you, till you started doing. It. You know what I mean, like. I was at how have somebody find you? Like, you know, I mean, I asked you, hey, bro, if somebody wanted to listen, how they supposed to find us? You did. We like four episodes in. You don't know how to find That should have been number one episode. Like, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, it, I wasn't saying it like, you know what I'm saying? I just wouldn't listen to you. I, I, I know I'm you not a podcast listener. You know what I mean? So, Nine times out of ten, there's not going to be a lot, you know what I'm saying, of, of, of black podcast listeners. And, and truthfully, the, the folks who know probably about this situation that's black, like, she probably won't get enough pull behind her because you're talking about a, a podcaster and you're talking about black folks who don't listen to So the chances of anybody even hearing that she want to pull her stuff from Spotify because of that is going to be slim. Right. Even when you put in, you know what I'm saying, uh, Joe Rogan's uh, racial comments, they don't even, I still ain't seen an article yet to say NDRE. (laughs) Yeah, man. And that might be a media spin too, you know what I'm saying? So, it but it, I don't know. It's just it's gonna be hard to, you know, what I'm saying basically put a well, I guess make him feel it per se. Like he, he's not gonna feel any wrath behind it. He got his apology out the way. It'll probably blow over. Nobody talk about it in a week or two. Unfortunately. You know, I, I really don't think it's going to drag out as much. And if it do, sad thing to say, it's going to drag out more because of the COVID situation than it is because of the racial situation. Mm. I mean, money going to play a part in everything. But, I mean, just, just being honest, if it, if it play out and become a big deal, it's going to... It's going to be over COVID because, as you can see, and, and and now this is what you might get. And it's possible this could happen. And this it would be shocking, but the people who are mad about 
the whole COVID misinformation. Mike joined the bandwagon of the, well, you know what? I don't like the racial stuff he said either. Just to be able to push their agenda of removing him or, you know what I'm saying, having him, you know what I'm saying, kind of banned or, or monitored of what his show was able to say and what happened. Wait a minute. You're saying that No, nah, I'm going to disagree with you there because his streams are actually up since everything is going down. Well, I mean, that always happened in the first place. Everybody's trying to see what he's going to say back about what they said. You know what I mean? Spotify right. removed the, all the, his N-word episodes. And he's that's, still... That's normal. That's that's normal. So what I'm saying is, is what's actually happening is is that the people that believe that that he's trying that they're trying to that they quotation marks they are trying to cancel him are working to keep his to keep his platform up. The people so, who so you have a, a a Rogan experience hive or whatever you want to call it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he he got his own hive or or, or ant farm I, or whatever. What I, ant farm. <laughs> I don't know what men call it. You know, women got the the hives. You got the beehive, the the, the Cardi something, Rihanna something. I don't know. They be. I don't know. Making the stallion. What you got her her stallion club or something. But whatever whatever it is. Uh, from from what I can, from what I heard, he 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 got it right now, at least in the moment. Um, well, I think he's gonna and, always have it because he dominates. You know what I'm saying? The numbers side of the game, and long as yeah. he continue to dominate the numbers side, I I don't think he can lose in that situation. Yeah, man. It it, it and I think Spotify as an organization. They're just in a lose-lose spot because if they deplatform, I would imagine that if they were to deplatform him, they would still have to pay him his money. He just couldn't take his show anywhere else for a little while. Or that they might just say he could take his show wherever he wants to, and they don't owe him any more. You know what I mean? Except he's not an employee. They signed a licensing agreement. So the licensing agreement would say. We have your show. We, we're paying you this money. You right. just need to continue to produce your show. And, you know, X amount of dates, you know, per year. Maybe it's 52 dates per year. That's one episode a week or something like that. I don't know how the guy's show works. But I would just imagine that... I would imagine that they are in a spot where they can't cut bait now. Like, because why would you not? Why would you not like a white guy saying saying the N word? That's like that's like the that's like the that's like the white guy kryptonite. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's like the one thing. <laughs> no, it it used to be. Now you know what I'm saying it's the it's the alphabet. That's 
long as he don't talk about them. That's what Dave Chappelle said. Man, here you go again. <laughs> I'm just saying though, bro. Like that's that's where it's at. Yeah, you mean, gonna you try to get us deplatformed? Nah, I'm not. I'm. I mean, I'm just being 100 <laughs> honest. You know what I'm saying? It's it just it won't get enough play. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not gonna get the the media attention or anything of it to to create enough. You know what I'm saying? Backlash for them to even think about. You know what I'm saying? Releasing that. Yeah. But but well, the thing is, and then if they just signed this in 2020, I don't know if they made their hundred million back already. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So that's probably why there it's another Dave Chappelle situation. Well, they probably made it back money. between they they probably made that money back between their subscriptions and ad revenue. Cause like Spotify got some stuff like they so, um, how many how many subscribers you got? I don't know, but um, I know he he had over eleven million on YouTube. Um, but I would imagine that like between like their ads, cause like if you listen to a show, that all right. When you guys listen to this show, if you listen to this show on Spotify or anywhere else for that matter, the ads that we have, it's just somewhere in that timeline, right? An ad might pop up right now. I should just go ahead and try to put an ad in there just to make it funny. <laughs> <laughs> but an ad might pop in there right right now. And, um, and uh, you know, it's just going to look like it's part of a timeline. But the shows that are sponsored by Spotify... The ads are like interactive, so I don't listen to Joe Rogan's show, but I listen to Jamel Hill with Unbothered, um, and I and I listen to a lot of the Ringer uh, um, basketball shows, and the Ringer has a deal with Spotify, and uh, Jamel Hill she has a deal with Spotify, and so like when the ads come across there, like they're way more interactive, like. Like, like they were doing like ads and stuff like that. Well, not even so much like that, but like, like they were like just what's on top of my head is, um, right now like the Ringer they're doing a lot of ads for Simply Safe, and like if you're looking at your phone, if you're looking at Spotify for Simply Safe, it's um, like the like it'll change. It'll say like advertisement. You can't skip that ad. At all, like unless you totally leave the show, but then the ad's just gonna start over. If you try to leave and come back, like you're not missing that ad, and it'll be like learn more, click here, something to that effect, right? Like it's like when it's their shows, it's embedded into the app. You can't stop it. You can't control it. Um, and there's some sort of action. So what I'm saying is, is that Spotify's making crazy money for the ads, and it don't be. It'll be like your 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 little like your mom and pop shop. It'll be like McDonald's. Like I remember they were doing a, a big campaign with McDonald's. Um, uh, Jamel Hill, her show was doing this huge campaign with Target over the holidays. Um, and like that's what I'm saying. Like they like they're getting major bags 
from these deals. So they probably have made their hundred million dollars back between their ad revenue and um, subscriber moves. What they probably haven't done, uh, or uh, that's what I'm saying, that, or that's not what I want to say, but they probably, I would imagine that that deal is spread over a certain amount of years. And the way that that deal is written, I would imagine that he hasn't violated the terms of his contract because of what they brought him. They knew what he was before they brought him on yeah, board. Nah, bro, he, they made their money back. They won. They won? <laughs> they, they won. And yeah. If you look at it on a on a bare minimum scale, um, I just looked at it. It says he has 11 million listeners, like you said, um, and that's uh, per episode. Like he reaches 11 million listeners per episode. So, yeah. When you take 11 million listeners, and you say at the base uh, subscription is 9.99, that's 109 million 890 thousand dollars. That's no ad revenue, nothing. <laughs> so, yes, you, sir. Once you look at that, he releases three to four episodes per week. So, eleven million people at a minimum of three times per week. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, right there in itself, he. You know what I'm saying? Just on ad and see that that's gonna be the crazy thing too. Who's getting that ad revenue? Like, is he getting some of that or is Spotify getting that because he got the hundred million? Maybe he's getting a, a slice of the royalties, you know what I'm saying? But Bro, you know, I'd imagine Spotify's getting a, a major piece of it as well. Gotta be. So I mean, even if Well no, I would imagine that he would have to be getting some of that as well because he had to have our, at 11 million subscribers, he was making plenty of money from YouTube Listen, on that money alone. So, like, ain't lying. and then he had his stuff on other platforms. So, for me to say, I'm gonna take it off all these other platforms and give it to you, yeah, I need a piece of that pie. Beans don't buy, don't fry in the kitchen. Listen, and fish don't burn on the grill. So, <laughs> <sure> don't <laughs> all the way up, I, bro. If you take 11 million dollars times 25 cents. I mean, eleven million times twenty-five cents. That's so a quarter. That's two million seven hundred fifty thousand. Mm -hmm. So let's just say he got twenty-five cents for the ads. You know what I'm saying? For each person that looked at it, you know, he got twenty-five cents per person. At a minimum of three times. A week, this motherfucker making eight point two five million a week <laughs> at average. God damn! Yeah, I'm sure they ain't paying him a quarter of it. That'd be crazy, but hell, you never know. But um, if they getting a dollar per ad that rolls through, and they give him a quarter, they keep seventy five cents. Cause you know you get paid per. They get paid, they would get paid per person that it reaches that ad reaches. So he's got eleven million people, and they getting a dollar per ad that reach eleven million per people. That's eleven million dollars, and he's getting twenty five cent or twenty five percent of that. Maybe he is. We don't know what percentage he's getting. I'm, no, I mean it's all hypothetical. I'm just, but right. I'm just saying. 
Spotify still winning day one. Yeah. For the sure. Subscribers plus ad day one. That hundred million wasn't shit to get him. Yeah, man, that's oh God. Um <laughs> That's some crazy money. So part of um Spotify's um resolution, what they're gonna try what they're gonna do is is that you know what I'm saying with the COVID thing, he's supposed to be, you know, providing equal platform time to both sides of, of a of a COVID related opinion. They're gonna have like COVID warnings um, on, you know, on, on on episodes. They're gonna have some sort of like disclaimer at the top. I'm interested to see if they put that on ours. The other thing they're supposed to be doing now is, um, they're gonna put a hundred million. They're gonna invest a hundred million. Uh, into other black creators as well. So Joe Rogan got a hundred million. They're gonna invest a hundred million into other black creators. Now listen, notice he said creators and not creator, right? So a hundred million, a <laughs> hundred million black creators, huh? Get a million. I'm just saying, Spotify. Um, we'll take one of them, uh, 50,000, 500,000. Listen, listen, I don't need to be greedy. Y'all can, uh, listen here, listen here. I mean, I would love 100 million. I ain't going to turn down nothing but my collar. You know what I'm saying? But um, we'll, we'll, we'll take 50K. You know what I'm saying? We'll take 50K. Do, do, a, one, do a one year licensing deal up in the joint. You know what I'm saying? Give me the 50K. You know what I'm saying? For six yeah. months. Like, because one year is too short. a week on my mama. You get <laughs> Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, this was, you know, it, it was just crazy to hear. Uh, I didn't know anything about this. And it, it really just seems like, I mean, we'll see, you know, how time progressed. But I don't think nothing going to happen to bro. I, don't, I think he's going to be. A okay, and even if they try to get rid of him, I would imagine that the way his deal is written, that he still got to get his cheese. And I would imagine that if they said they have the platform and show, it would just be hard for them. To, I don't know. I would have to see what the contract looks like, and then I would need a lawyer to explain it to me because I'm not that smart. Um, but I would imagine I just. Knowing that they that what they bought, I would imagine that they don't have the grounds to not continue to pay him. They would have to negotiate some sort of buyout to prevent him from suing them. Right. Or just let him go and then just hope to right the ship. Like and if they were to somehow go down, they would go down with him, which would be insane. But at this point, I just don't know what else is possible. Yeah, I yeah, I'd rather just go with the first option. Say, probably ain't nothing gonna be. It's gonna be a. Hey, we're gonna keep making podcasts three, four times a week. You gonna leave that N word alone? Leave COVID alone if you can. If you must talk about it, you know what I mean. We put a disclaimer up. Call it a day. Yeah. 
Well, listen, man, y'all tell us what y'all think about this whole situation. Did y'all know to go that go Rogan that Joe Rogan was was wilded out before um, all of this before even listening to this episode? Because um, I'm telling you, I didn't really know much about about it until three, four days ago. You know what I'm saying? I I, I knew about the COVID thing, but the, the N word thing, no idea. Um, y'all let us know, you know, how y'all feel about it. You know, are you, um, are you going to unsubscribe from Spotify as a result to, uh, to hear the state? And if you do, let me know because we got other platforms for you to listen to what's happening to. We don't have an exclusive right to deal with Spotify. So it's all good. You ain't got to, you ain't got to stop listening to what's happening. You can listen to what's happening elsewhere. Um, but you know, the real talk, engage with us on socials at what's happening, TikTok. Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Fred is Mr. Humble underscore beginning, and I'm Archbishop Swag everywhere. Um, my Instagram is private. Instagram is gonna stay that way. I, I really, you know, I got my kids on Instagram, so if I don't know you, I'm probably not gonna let you on my Instagram. Um, you know, I just my Instagram is not for public consumption. But you know, rock with us, y'all. Um, we appreciate you. Love is a verb. If you like what we do, share on our socials. You know, share out the show. Tell a friend about us. Tell a bunch of friends about us. And uh, keep following us. Keep listening. And um, I think that's it. Y'all have a good one. Love you. Peace.